Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 128 of the Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we got the crew, we got Revenant, we got Resilient, and we got Maurice Shadows, who was at AEW Dynamite last night. How about that? We got a lot to talk about. AEW Dynamite, Danielson, Omega, the dream match is here. But how excited are we for it? And should it be going down this fast? A lot of things to happen to. Big E is the new champion. What are your thoughts on that? A lot of things to jump into. You can find us at linktr.ee slash two sweet pod. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see all of our Twitter ads on the screen. So, where should we start first? Uh, let's go with AEW to start things off. We had CM Punk come out. He had a crowd dive once again. I'll be getting worried for that young guy. Well, he's not young, but I'll be getting worried for that guy when he does the crowd dives. Nevertheless, we kicked it off with Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. And what was a very fun matchup? Adam Cole gets the win. What, what, what did you guys think about that matchup? Even as a vet? Very good. Yeah, man, Frankie, Frankie uh, still has it, man. I just kind of... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I'm always up that when he makes into the ring. What's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Uh, it was a really, uh, I was saying, I'm always love the pop that uh, Adam come uh, and he uh, makes kind of breaking up. Oh, but well, um, Cole, Frankie, I tell you what, Frankie kind of gets lost in the shuffle at times. Like, he had a great match with uh, Christian. I think that was Kristen's first matchup. Had a great matchup here. Adam Cole picks up the victory. And we had story time with Adam Cole, baby. The crowd popped yeah. for that. Marie, what was that like? You being live in attendance, uh, just the crowd reaction to that guy. Well, um, I got to in on the Adam Cole baby which I never got the chance to. But that was pretty fun. Um, Adam Cole is definitely a star. And um, I love the way that he works. I did not know they were going to open the show with Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. I thought that was going to be the, be the main event. But I didn't have really high expectations like when I went. I just wanted to go and enjoy it. But I would say right now that the Prudential Center is the most worst venue ever. Wow. Worst venue fucking ever. I, I had like a bad experience, so like I was in and out of the fucking show. Um, oh, like guys, do not book your shows there. Like unless they change their fucking policies. But other than that, um, the story time came to Adam Cole. Um, the speakers were like so bad that I didn't really get to hear much of everything. So I'm gonna have to like rewatch fucking Dynamite. Oh man. But um, it was a cool um experience to hear him talk and do story time and i did hear that um he said that the super click is back right. which that's a picture yes yes it is 
Yes, indeed. Uh, it is going to well, be... Go ahead, you got let, it. Let me, let, me, let me explain that. The, the, the reasoning that's on Marie on TV, not just her, but also Dave, a.k.a. Graham. Really? On Graham's toy show. Really? I just saw him. I missed that. He was the dude in the green shirt. Dang, how did I miss that? Yeah. He does the backyard wrestling stuff. Yeah, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, big shout out. Shout out to Dave. And shout out to our girl, Resilient. Yes, indeed. And also Maria. Yes, indeed. <laughs> who's at the show? Yes, indeed. Um... So the Super Click versus the Jungle Express and Christian. Uh, I'm just so jealous of New York. Like Jungle Boy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, if that if they're taking us to Adam That's Cole, versus, be an interesting match. Yes, if they're taking us to Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Sign me up. I love it. I love it. Moving on, we had MJF come out. And geez, the booze when, when his music hit were deafening. It was like dude was Shawn Michaels in Canada. That's, that's how loud the booze were. That's how no. loud. That's what, it, that's what it sounded like. I mean, he was getting. I mean, some... let, let, me, let me see that. Go ahead. Swear to God, MJF knows how to piss off. Knows how to piss off everybody. And he was in Oakland. Oh God! He would get shot. <laughs> the dude. You don't want to mess with a guy who's been raised in the ghetto. Come on now. The, the dude. Even is... if he gets a crack with the Oakland A's. Right. That that would get him shot. <laughs> if he were to mess with the San Francisco Giants, he would get shot. Yeah, man. The dude is a habitual line stepper. Is, is what what he is. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, while I was there, those cricket booze were real, and they were like really loud and shit. And I was like, oh my god, I know people can hear it. They could barely talk. Y'all were all over him. It made for great television. It, it does. It made for great television. I will say, I didn't enjoy the. Like, he had enough heat as it was the talking down to Brian Pillman. Like, I hate <laughs> it. really bothered me when, when Randy Orton did it with Eddie Guerrero and they did it here. I was like, ah, they could have left. You know, MJ was getting enough heat as it was. And Man, you leave stuff alone. Right. You leave good stuff alone. Right. They, they, they could have left that one. But nevertheless, Brian Pillman Jr., comes out to make the save and because he's a face like he can't <laughs> apparently attack him from behind so he's standing there with the chair Wardlow grabs the chair and that is that we are going to get I mean, Wardlow he's progressing yeah. he's becoming a face very talented man very yeah. talented very underutilized actually uh, yeah that's another thing very underutilized like I think he's going to step out of that bodyguard role once he does that I think it's going to be big, big he things he needs to be in more matches he needs to be in more matches man 
I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, he tossed uh, Jericho around uh, like he was a ragdoll. <laughs> so, <laughs> he has potential. Yeah, the dude has, has great potential. Um, Gumu Get Pillman versus MJF. Uh, and after that, man, Malachi Black came down, lights out, lights on. That dude's entrance. Like, it's something when the announcers don't talk over the entrance, and Malachi Black has one of those entrances for me. Uh, that is just awesome. Nothing needs to be said. He comes down, and before he can really get into his promo, Rosario Dawson is at ringside, and you know what? Jealous. She's a nightmare. Yeah. She's a nightmare family camp. Yeah. And I, I am jealous of Marie Marie. Not that you got to see the show AEW Dynamite. You got to see Rosario Dawson live. I am so jealous. I, I am so jealous. Yeah, man. Um, when the character went to her, I was like, oh, shit, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. It was a cool moment. Um, AEW knows how to make uh, cool moments. Um, and then I'm going to take it a little bit further because um, I wasn't expecting Cody to come back. I wasn't expecting the whole thing that you guys saw on TV. And that got me back into the mood. It got me back into, like, you know, um, being excited for AEW. Because I was like, oh, shit, we're actually having this right now? Um, <laughs> and they did fight through the crowd, which was hilarious. And then, obviously, people started following them to the back. Um, once they went up the stairs and, like, towards the back area. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this is like WWE with the brawls. Man, like, this is funny. And then um, at the end, all the referees came out on, like, at the end of everything. It's like, what? What are you going to break up? You guys are too late. <laughs> I'll, I'll give AEW this, man. Like, I always say with WWE, like, not enough stuff happens. It's either the, the ring or, like, in the interview spot like nobody ever goes into the crowd nobody ever goes outside not enough stuff like that happens in wwe but it happens a lot yeah. in aew um, i want to add one thing when when we all realized it was cody the fucking place blew. <laughs> oh my god they gave him some shit i was like wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll tell you this that brings me to another point we said, how long? I don't know when that Cody da, 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 Malachi match was. I said, Cody cannot the first time around. Yeah, first time around. After it, I said, Cody can't do the John Cena. He can't lose the first match and then ultimately come back and win out in the feud, therefore minimalizing the loss that he took in the first one. Who do you guys have winning that second match? And how do you say? Even if it's for a tie. Even if it's for a tie, I would say. Oh, God. Because um, it is going to be very interesting. And uh, I'm pulling I'm pulling for. Um, I'm pulling for. Sorry, that was my alarm. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> So as I was saying, my pick is either or. 
Either or, that, that, that's cool. That's cool. In between, actually. Right. We'll see. Um, it's freaking stacked. I'm jealous of New York. They're getting like a pay per view worthy. They might as well. This is like two hours. Yeah. Two shows. It's like. Yeah, man. It is just stacked. Stacked, man. Stacked. Uh, after that, we had the Dark Order fighting. Anna J doesn't want anybody with her at ringside for her upcoming matchup. And I don't know what this Dark Man, Order thing know. is going. Um, Breakup. It has me interested in. T- the, like, it's going into a breakup. I can tell you this. It's oh. going into a breakup. Huh? It's going into a breakup. Well, it could be that, or it could be your theory that you've been having all along. Boy, Wyndham coming coming in. Yeah, he's awesome. coming closer. Yeah. But he's going to have his family with him. That would be mighty yeah. interesting. It's about to happen. Yep. Really? I've been following. I've been following the tweets on the dirt sheets. But I've also been following the news on it. Not just the dirt sheets, but just the news itself. Just the news itself. Right. I am a huge fan. Well, partly because Bray Wyatt is a Louisiana boy. I'm a. I always. He, he's one of. Hey, you from Louisiana? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Got some good fried chicken. Oh yes, sir. Good, good, good old Southern food down here, man. It's good stuff down here. Good eat, good eat. You gotta give me some recommendations. I tell you what, I'm, I'm gonna come up with something and, and, and we'll run them down on the next podcast. I most definitely will. Yeah. Damn, damn me, man. Huge fan of Break Wild Louisiana boy, and the dude's just talented overall. I, I, I just like to do it from day one. I hope he. Not just him. Bo, oh. Strowman, and Redbeard. That would be interesting. That that would all be four of them are underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Very underrated. And um, even uh, Braun had his had his run before they messed that up. But uh, we'll yeah. we'll see how how that all turns out. Next up, we had Dan Lambert. Man, he was with Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Top Team, and he was running down the fans as he normally does. And I mean, he's great television. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> he, 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 he going after going after me as a millennial. What? Huh? <laughs> me as a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> he's always running down the fans, running down AEW, and. That put out Chris Jericho, interestingly enough. He asked who's on top in top team. And they oh. got a roar out of the crowd. And we have set up Jericho oh, Hager. Three men of the year. Yep. Jericho oh, Hager, the men of the year. What do you guys think? Hopefully men of the year are willing to get the ass Understand uh, like that. That's a point of uh, Dan Lambert doing this, but um, as Marie said, what is Scorpio Sky doing there? And uh, I don't know. I'm not really feeling this, but um, let's see how that match goes when it happens. 
on Scorpio Sky like he just doesn't fit where they ha currently have him and uh, yeah what are we doing here I think that the, the best benefit is having Ethan turn on Scorpio and let him be single skies yeah um, next up Jade Quadro versus Layla Hirsch uh, I was extremely excited to see Jade Quadro and Layla Hirsch had a banger match with Camille and like this, this I thought that they would go down that road with this one, but they needed time. And uh, Jay Cardew picked up the win. We had a picture and picture break in between, and they didn't get a whole lot of time to establish themselves afterward. But Jay Cardew picks up the win. What did you guys? Jay Cardew actually picking up the victory for to make herself look strong because she's aligned. We're Vicky Guerrero. Um, I, I was going to say that um, uh, Jade's entrance, it's really nice. You feel that she is that bitch, and she has that star presence. Um, so I really do love how they're building her up slowly. Um, I mean, there's only stuff she can work on, but um, that entrance is like, you know that when she goes out there, she's going to dominate. Um, and that's a good thing about AEW and how they build people. Um, I really did think they were going to go down the um, Layla and um, Camille uh, route. But <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I need a rematch. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jade picks up the victory and she's on a slow burn. She's she's gonna be gonna be the champ one day, you would assume we'll see how it turns out. Next up, Punk was yeah. Punk was out there explaining the Suzuki incident. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Suzuki incident. And, uh, I mean, 
I think everybody, I mean, everybody was there. I mean, everybody was there. Everybody was pissed off. <laughs> Even my boy Lance was pissed. What do you guys think about? He was about- a part of the Suzuki gang, man. Suzuki gang for life, baby. Yeah, the the whole trending thing on Twitter, the Suzuki incident. What did you guys think of that? It's funny, and you know that people are bored. And I bet that Suzuki had a fun time with it, where people are like, "Hey, you know, read this or whatever." Yeah, and I gotta give AEW <laughs> credit. Oh, go ahead. No Just got I gotta give AEW credit. They they take these trending things and turn them into their benefit, like a little bit of the bubbly. You remember that? Yeah. Yes. It into a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say, ah, I give them credit for that. The Suzuki incident was trending, and they said, well, how can we make this benefit us? And they did. I got to add it to them. Yeah. Um, after that, Hook was out. Where the hook is at? Hook came out. Hot came out. <laughs> <laughs> I I cracked up laughing. Last week they said fans of Hook are called hookers. So I, I posted out what a hooker's at when oh, Hook came. Oh, okay. And official, man. They laid out punk. What did you guys think of that sick? You know I loved it. Oh. <laughs> The table, the table didn't even break, and then I was like, "Oh, that table is from that's from New Japan because New Japan tables don't break." Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hops versus Punk. I think that could be very fun. You know, the people want Hook versus Punk. You know, that's the dream match. So say, we'll see how that turns out uh, going forward. After. Oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no, sorry. Just uh, background. One moment. Okay. Dark. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Wait, what? What was happening? That's just some things going on in the background. Uh, oh, yes, and there was family. Yeah. Uh, dark. Yeah, my daughter just woke up. But... <laughs> wait, who woke up? My daughter. I have a soon to be nine year old. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> a wrestling fan and a mom at the same time. Oh, yeah. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yes, it is. Next up, we... Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Very <Versus laughs> nephew's Yes, indeed. Very <laughs> This one didn't go for very This one didn't go for very long. Darby picks up the victory. Uh FTR comes out. They get the land of boots to Darby and Sting. Get the spike pile driver on Sting. What did you guys think of of this turn about FTR and Darby and FTR versus Darby and Sting? The disrespect of the face paint. Why? <laughs> That's what I thought, the blatant disrespect towards Sting. And uh, the he can't uh, get off Charlie Lester as he, as he wished that he could, I guess. Yeah? Let me ask you. 
So my experience, my heart broke because um, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like, it grabbed me because they took off the safety of both Darby and um, Faye. And I was like, yo, that's such a great storytelling and a storytelling element. And I was like, this is, this is fantastic. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, you don't fucking do that shit. <laughs> this is how they can involve the story, because um, essentially the face paint should represent like um what the fuck is that nigga? Um, I don't want to say like power or whatever, but like it's their identity, right? Yes. Because sometimes yeah. when you uh do face paint, um you kind of become a different person. You might gain confidence. You might gain, you know, you're able to tell people to fuck off or whatever, right? So like when you remove that, you're removing their identity. And if together like they should be handicapped in the match just because of storytelling elements and i was like this is so brilliant like my my years for like writing and like creativity was coming out and i was like this is something special yeah and especially i got to witness it and feel the again the anger and the anguish of like yo why are you taking the paint off like you shouldn't be doing that i'm so behind darby and staying for it that i'm gonna go against ftr and tully because, again, you don't do that for disrespect. But, yeah, my writing time is coming out. I was like, this is brilliant. Right. AEW <laughs> a- does a good job of provoking emotion in, 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 in their stories. They, they make you want to feel something, and they make you, they lead you down a path to get invested into. So, yeah, they, they did a great job there. And I'm invested. You're in- not wrong. The, the only thing, the only thing is, like, why? I mean, even with the spike pile driver, if we should at least have something renewed with Blanchard and Stan. Right. Uh, well, I guess if, if, if it's a... I'm just saying it for, for another time. Yeah, yeah, maybe for another time. For another time. We'll see. We'll see. Um, after that, we had the white t-shirt off Danielson <laughs> versus Omega. And I don't know what's yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but it's like these guys are single-handedly trying to bring back the white T era. And please, please. I'm not against it. I've been doing that. I've been doing that since elementary. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I mean, uh, not famous, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. We can acknowledge it because we don't talk about it. And I'll be like, yo, you guys are sharply dressed. But anyone else is like, oh, you know, you're not famous. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a white t-shirt thing. Ever since elementary school. So I did it first. <laughs> the woman. Nevertheless, popularized it. So give us credit. Yeah, we, we got. Um, so, so basically, we have the Suzuki incident. Are we gonna have the white tea incident where people can make videos and be like, "Yo, I went to kindergarten." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we want royalties. We want royalties. That's that's what we want. We want acknowledge us. Technically, technically, for me. 
<laughs> I don't need any of that. We need acknowledgement. Well, at least, um, I mean, I'm glad that, uh, I mean, I love Kenny, you know, but I'm glad that he's not wearing like those uh, couch covering uh, blazers and uh, double shoes. For, <laughs> yes. For this it's definitely an upgrade. Yep. <laughs> Nevertheless, we are going to be getting Brian Damson versus Kenny Omega next week. It's like Ring of Honor. In Arthur Ashe. Like Ring of Honor. No, 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 not title. What do you guys think about that? Let's be getting it this fast. It'll be an instant classic. Look, I say give him, give him, give him 20 minutes, no commercials. And just please, just just let no commercials. No commercials. So it's still a fight. If you don't want commercials, then like put them on first. Ooh, please. First, um, whoever is gonna go next week to AW Dynamite and Rampage, which I'm not gonna go uh, next week. Um, you guys better bring some energy drinks. Okay, I'm gonna be there like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, right, because Rampage right after. Yikes. It's two hours. Two hours. So I just want to mention this quickly about the format. Um, just just for anybody who's going to any AEW shows in the future. So what they do is that the show starts at seven. Right. So as soon as the show starts at seven, you sit through AEW Dark. You sit through AEW Evolution, you sit through AEW Dynamite, and then you sit through AEW Rampage. I did the whole thing yesterday. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah, wait. How long were we there? Uh, we left at like 11 um, at night. Golly, man. And if you're going next week, It's a marathon there. That is a marathon. A marathon. Uh, we going? I got something to say. Go ahead. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, couldn't have said it any better, man. Jeez. Um, yeah. I will say as an aside, I hope they don't forget about Hangman Page. Please don't forget about Hangman. Uh, yeah, man. You know, um, when uh, Kenny and um, Brian Anderson was uh, in the ring for a little bit longer than like usual, a couple more minutes. Yeah. Uh, just like talking to him before Kenny backed off. Right. But like, yo, like my brother was like, Hangman's coming out, right? Right. Hangman's coming out, right? <laughs> because they didn't hit the music. It's like nope. they were waiting on something. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I was like, yo, just this show up at the end I just want to see you, man. Even though, like, I have a 50% chance of believing that you're gonna, like, get the championship title. Right. Right. For, for me, personally, let me say this. About the whole freaking promo. Brian had history with Kenny. Yes. Not just through PWG. 
for the Ring of Honor too. Not only that, having issues like funny piece of shit. <laughs> Don Callis. Yes. Yes, man. Don Don Callis is a heel's heel. I'll tell you that much. I hate Don as a heel, but when it comes to a face, he knows what he's doing. I gotta like him. Oh, shout out to Don. Shout out to Don Callis. Shout out to Super Elite and the Super Click. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on to the main event, we had Team 2.0 versus Mox and Kingston. This did not go for very long. Uh, we'll say with AEW, they leave little time for their main events. Normally, by the time we get to the main event, it's 8:50, and they have the picture in picture, which leaves like six, seven minutes for the match. So this one is usually six fifty. Huh? If you were in the East Coast. What's up? It's usually 650. If you were in the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So the main Which, event is very long. Me, Kingston picks up. And they usually give like six to seven minutes. Right. Right. Uh, and, and Suzuki comes out. This is the story. Suzuki and Archer comes out and they do not cut off Suzuki's song. Thank yeah. goodness. The crowd was oh, oh man. <laughs> I was waiting for that Kazi Nina here. That <laughs> shit was amazing. It was loud. behind the scenes. My boy JD Alpha was in the crowd. He was yeah. out of the crowd. And, um, and he got the chance to high five Suzuki. So if you guys go back to watch AW Dynamite and you see JD Alpha. Super cool, man. I know. One of our own. Marie Shadows. And, and JD Alpha. JD Alpha. Uh, yeah. We are getting. Yes. We are getting Suzuki yeah. and Archer versus Mox and Kingston. And you know what? Let's let Suzuki get a victory, man. I want to see him get a dub. Please. I want to see him get a dub. Um. If it's over Eddie, yeah. do it. Yes. That's, that's Don't exactly do it over Mox. Yeah, I agree. Don't get Mox. Right. Archer 
get Kingston. Yeah, they let the dub be over Kingston. We'd be good with that. Um, also, another little tidbit here. Um, if you guys didn't notice the video package of what they showed of um, Archer and Suzuki teaming up in a tag team and then New Japan Pro Wrestling, that was during World Tag League. And the guys that being beat up was KOD, uh, the Grand Identity. So, you know, maybe after this G1, maybe we can get some stuff going on too. But. They really showed Tama and uh, Tonga Loa in that video package. Yeah. Speaking yes, of Tama Tonga, I was actually in Spaces. Right. Roger Steels. Huh? And guess who happened to stop by? Who's that? Tama stopped by yesterday? Tama Tonga stopped by. No one oh, really? asked that question of like, what's better, Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse? <laughs> I love Tama, man. Yes, indeed. He's, he's a cool guy. He's a cool yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm going to probably do a Twitter space and be like, yeah, Tama, hop on. I know, I know you're up. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, Hang on. As we move on to NXT 2.0, uh, we'll look at a few things for the sake of time. Won't go through the whole show. We will go through. I was very nervous watching this at the beginning. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into it with an open mind and let's hope for the best. Uh, right from the get-go, we had Brian Breaker, Rick Steiner's kid. Why did they not let him keep the Steiner name? I don't know. But he faced off with LA Knight and man, it was a darn near squash as I uh, see somebody requested. Oh, Marie. Okay. Uh, it was a darn near squash Brian Breaker picks up the victory. What do you guys think about Rick Steiner's kid being in NXT? Ooh. Rick Steiner. Having his kid being in NXT? Interesting. I really did not know uh, Rick Steiner had kids. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to have kids. And like, he played like a clean image. He told himself, um, I'm really excited to see what, um, they should have just listened to Rex Steiner. Yes. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. I do want to hear a Steiner 2.0 match from ah. his son. <laughs> I do want to hear that. Yes, indeed. That would be. Having a father and son. Yeah. Having a father and son thing on NXT. That'll be something. Yeah. That'll be something special. Like you say, they, they should let him keep the Steiner name because whether you're an old school fan or a new school fan, you know the Steiner, the Steiner name. Whether it be for unintentional comedy or great wrestling, you know Steiners. Yeah. After that, uh, we had Melo. And Melo A's and Trick Williams. This is a... Pretty interesting uh, combo. They beat down Duke Hudson, and all of a sudden, we have a heel turn from Melo Hayes. And you know what? I'm liking this guy. We got the contract. He's going to cash in at any given time. Uh, what do you guys just start on Melo Hayes? Any thoughts? So, um, I did get the chance to watch um, the new NXT 
Um, I was only looking at the Twitter here and there. But just wanted to make a comment. Yeah. I know that they have the um to uh, fight for the vacant um NXT championship title. Yeah. I don't know why um my own name didn't like um like I don't I wanna say Catherine was contract because he should have been part of that and like right. the contract is vacant and then like become champion. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, it was just like a, a question, like, you know, yeah, you know. Right. And I, I'm moving to the championship matchup, like, for one, why was Melo Hayes there? And for, for two, why didn't Brian Breaker uh, get put into the match? We got Von Wagner, like, an extremely new cat, get put into the world title match versus Tampa versus Don versus LA Knight. And it was a fun matchup. And I got to say, I thought anybody except Ciampa, well, the new kid, was going to win the match. Like, I thought it was down to LA Knight and done. And I was shocked that Ciampa picked up the victory. But pleasantly shocked. Ciampa, Goldie's home. What do you guys think about Ciampa being the world champ again? Um, I think it would work with the old uh, version of NXT, and nonetheless, um, and uh, I'm with you, I thought that actually LA Knight was going to get a championship, but uh, I think this is a good thing, I hope they don't uh, derail it, Right. You know? Right, I gotta agree with that. I gotta agree. Personally, for me, having Goldie... Me, Champa, Champa's little girl. That's something. That's a pretty cool. That was a pretty cool picture. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say that. Um, how does it benefit Champa? How does it benefit this new NXT 2.0 that feels like Nickelodeon? And how is this pushing the brand forward with the new mantra of? We don't want these certain type of guys to like be on top. Like obviously NXT still wants to cultivate new talent, right? Right. So why not put on a new talent to represent that this is the new NXT two point with a whole new brand of faces, a whole new brand of stories. So how does this really like benefit both Tampa and the NXT two point Not taking it to make him Tampa, so he's good and he's a veteran, so we can help the younger guys. I get that. But, like, really, what does it really mean benefit from him being champion? Well, if they go with, at the end, they had Ciampa versus Brian Breaker. If that's a segue to build up Brian Breaker into the champion, then I can see why they went down this route. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think how it ended, but if they do that, that'll be fine. But, like, get to a I'm looking at it from that. Right, 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 right. Oh. After that, we had the wedding of Dexter Loomis. This was Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. Yes. This was awesome, man. Like, I can't even go through all of the stuff that went down. The man's middle name is Dexter A. Lord Loomis. Like, I heard that, and I lost it. 
I don't know if y'all... What? Hysterical? Yes. Like, I don't know if y'all ever seen Meet oh. the Parents, but <laughs> Gaylord oh, Peacock, no. the dude's name is oh, Gaylord. No. Like, what are we doing here? Like, that, that was hilarious. But uh, we had a lot of things happen here. We had to speak now if we ever hold your peace. Dexter Loomis pulls out an axe in his blazer. And everybody shut up. I was surprised. <laughs> we had a wedding that actually went through without it being broken up. What did you guys think about all this? Finally, something good happens. Right. Like, I was. What do you have to say? I was I was sitting there the whole time like okay who's gonna break it up who's gonna break it up and Dexter Lewis says I do and that's the end of it like okay that's what we're going with here yeah thankfully and nobody was backstage waiting with a chair with that with the snake you know but they know that it ended well right right man so. <laughs> I think they, the, the only thing I want, would have wanted to see, I want to see Beth Phoenix glam slam somebody. That's, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Beth Phoenix, I mean, Beth, uh, maybe it's just me, but she's like transitioning more into that uh, look of uh, the aunt that uh, goes to family gatherings and, and takes pictures. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> she is transitioning into that role, and like she's a, a part of the, the, the index storyline now so it'll be interesting to see how what they do going forward you gotta get your comedy podcast up in here shout out to them one of my favorite podcasts i just want to put it out there Yo, what's up y'all what's good man yeah, you cool? yeah the um the wedding was dope i like they incorporated all the other wrestlers too you know you had uh, um Austin theory he didn't have the ring and my boy had the ring in his jacket. Beth Phoenix, you know, William Regal, the zombie, the rest. <laughs> I thought it was good. Yeah, man, we, we had a lot going on. It was very entertaining. Yep. Very entertaining, man. Uh, and deserved to be, like, I, when the championship wasn't the main event, I was kind of pissed because I'm an old school guy. But once I started winning, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that deserved to go on. And uh, this says that. Baby bum looks adorable and she looks so glowing. She looks beautiful. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes. Yes, indeed. As we move on from NXT 2.0, Big E is the world champion and man. I gotta say. And I can say this. Go ahead. Praise God! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> With you. Yes, indeed. Look, man, the 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 the, the whole day, it kind of put a sour on things for me. Like, because I'm scrolling through Twitter that day, and okay, the story comes out that Biggie is cashing in, and then Biggie posts, "I'm let the cat out of the bag. I'm cashing in tonight." So when the moment came, look, I was very excited. We got a brother as a world champion again. A brother took the title off of the brother, the raw title at that. So that's a huge moment, but like it, it did kind of bother me that they were going after the ratings, so it kind of took away from the moment for me. But very excited for E. Uh, what did you guys think? 
Um, I wasn't sure they were going to set themselves on the foot by doing that. I do see it as a ratings tactic because, you know, he announced it and he's going to cash in. Um, but we all know that sometimes when people cash in, um, it doesn't really work. Right. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I really like the fact that Biggie is champion. Um, and it just was nice. Um, finally, you know, he got the recognition for being champion. Right, right. He has come a long way, man, and like extremely entertaining and can can go in the ring. So I'm ready for that dude. All of, all of, it's all about now. How do you book him? Like, don't do, don't Kofi him. What what is the ring that comes? I mean, I'm also telling you, he just said, and I hope that uh, they keep uh, focused on SmackDown to not uh, do a Kofi on him. Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Speaking of E, like for Survivor Series, the Bloodline versus the New Day, like yes, let's go. This this is something you need to see. This this is let's go. Like uh, the death without, I would pay good money to see that main event and see New Day get a win there. Like Bloodline versus New Day, who who you got winning in that one? That that night. Man, I don't know, man. Well, I hope they actually do it. Right. Because there was a couple of years back where it was supposed to be the Usos versus Shield when it was Ambrose and, and Rollins. Right. And they got taken away. Right. And I, mean, so I hope they really do it. And I, I think this this is a good way, instead of doing just Biggie and Roman, you see Drew McIntyre took the L last year. This way, you can get Big A a, a big win, and he can take the one of the Usos can take the fall. Roman doesn't have to take the fall. Big E looks good, True. and you know we move on. So I, I, hope, I hope they go Bloodline New Day because I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Resilient, you mentioned Brock Lesnar. We had quite the segment. Brock Lesnar got into Paul Heyman's face, and uh, it's interesting. Brock wants a title shot. Will he get it? We'll see. But the segment that they had, uh, you know what? <laughs> it was great, but man, some of the mystiques so gets taken away when Brock Lesnar starts talking on the microphone. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me. He has this high pitch in his voice, and it's like, ah. <laughs> right. Yep. Like, so what did you guys think of the whole segment? Brock Roman, Paul Heyman caught in the middle. I just want to know what's the build. Like, are they gonna just gonna hold this off all the way to like mania or something? Right. They won't do that. Because I feel as though, okay, you had Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. That's a ready-made fall feud. That could take us through October, November, whenever. But I don't know what they're doing with Brock and Roman. Like, when is that match going to take place? Uh, that is a great question. Um, but nevertheless, uh, Demon... Demon Balor versus Roman Reigns. I'm excited for that one. That should be a great match. But it kind of feels like Finn is taking a back seat here. 
we'll see how that goes down. Goes down. Moving on to one of the final topics of the day, not the final topic, but uh knockouts, knockdown. Uh impact has that going down October 9th. We got Mercedes Martinez on the show. We got a Daphne Munster ball match, which I'm excited about that. But um, this is my deal. Like, the whole forbidden door thing. Like, you think that AEW would be in on this and we'd have more AEW Impact ladies going at it. That doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, what do you guys think about the, the ladies being left out on the forbidden door? I think it's uh, going on, but that's like, I don't want to say a minor scale, but you're seeing it like between Impact and uh, NWA, right. and a little bit of AAA, but by Yona going there, we, uh, there was a bit of involvement of uh, AEW uh, with the whole Empower, basically, but uh, I do want to see it like on a more um, uh, exposed way, if, I, if, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Right, like... Um, I was going to say that I've still been frustrated about this since the beginning of the pandemic. Like, we could have had some amazing storylines, and it could have weaved into 2021, 2022, you know, long-term storytelling with the women. Because sometimes women don't get long-term storytelling, and sometimes stories don't click, and this could have been an opportunity to experiment with the women doing their own stories. Uh, telling your own stories and, you know, just being good at it and training. And I don't understand why we don't get enough women. We get the men, and I love it. But I want to see Deanna take on new faces. We still want Deanna versus Brick. Deanna versus Thunder Rosa would be great. Uh, Deanna versus Big Flow, Diamante. Like, the whole class that they have in AEW. And it seems like they have to be filled. Like, you know, give them a chance. I really don't want to start a hashtag about, you know, give the freaking woman wrestlers a chance. Right. Um, you know, the women of impact better chance of going on Thunder Rose's promotion than anything else in this pandemic. The same thing with the AEW women. I mean, like, I don't understand. You have a partnership. We all know you have a partnership. Utilize it. It's not only for the men. Yeah, I like, that, that that's where I'm at on that one as as well, man. Like we, we got a lot of dream matches out there for us versus Britt Baker. Like just sitting there. Just sitting out there with and, No, and uh, I feel like uh, it's going to be a situation where uh, like uh, what you expect uh Yona Parasso and what you get is Chelsea Green and I'm like <laughs> um, uh, not to be shady or anything, but uh, I know what you mean. And I think that's great because we're all promotions, but we need to see more involvement, indeed, and more long-term storytelling between them. Yes, I agree. Open the door for the ladies. That's what I got to say, man. That's what I have to say. Moving on to the final topic of the day: Maurice Shadow making headlines. Marie Shadow was on the Purse on the Top Rope podcast and discussed detailed how things changed within WWE and within the WWE Network, discussing the likes of Chris Benoit and others. And like Marie, you you was really making headlines out there, were you not? What, what did you think about all that? Man, 
mean, I felt so. I had a very cheesy ass smile on my face, okay? Um, I was really excited about it. Like, um, the first time I heard that Rose Side News picked us up, um, I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, my, my son got featured in their thing. And then I picked it up, and like, Wrestle Headline picked it up, and Wrestle Lamia picked it up, and um, whoever else did. But, um, I was like, oh shit, am I famous now? Like, you know, should I, like, milk this? Like, I was really gonna milk it when I was at the AEW Dynamite show. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't do that. Like, everything I wanted to do for the vlog didn't work out. Like, my plan was gonna go up to fans, just be like, you know, AEW fan check, and then be like, yeah, I'm gonna really challenge from, uh, Michael. That can teach you about Michael. I was really gonna milk the shit out of him. Hey. But I Like the, all the wrestling sites that I frequent, like that was like the top headline. I was like, "Whoa, look at Marie, man, making headlines!" Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, man. Um, I, it's really interesting. Um, I expect it. I, I didn't tell the story or like the truth. I just answered the question. Right. Me, I'm So if you ask me a question, you're gonna get an answer, and if it's related to my Right, 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 right. I enjoyed that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this edition of the Two Sweet Podcast. Let's all have any final thoughts. Uh, man, coming next week, we're gonna be back at the same time. It seems like, like I told Revenant. Something crazy happens in wrestling every single week. So next week we'll be here talking about something big that happened in wrestling that went down. Uh, big, big shout out to, to Get Your Comedy Podcast. Man, I love you guys. I just want to say that. I can't say it. Shout anymore. out to Yes, indeed, man. Yes. Oh, oh go ahead. No, my bad. My bad. I didn't know my mic was on. <laughs> it's all good. Is all good, but uh, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. We broke down AEW, broke down a NXT, Big E, new champ. What will happen next week? I am not sure. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, I will see Rev, our resilient Marie Shadows at Get Your Comedy Podcast. Check them out on Twitter, and yeah, we are out on this thing. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Hope you have a great day. Stay safe. Take care, guys. You do. Peace.